This week, we discuss some of the best places to visit in Florida, according to Travel and Leisure Magazine, and Universal Studios confirms a rumor. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Sunshine State of Mind is brought to you by SunshineStateInsider.com, your resource for Florida travel news, tips, and reviews. And SunshineStateShirts.com, where you can find fun Florida apparel and more. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome back, everybody. How's it going? It's good. See any uh, falling iguanas last week? I didn't see a single falling iguana. And let me just tell you, it did not make my week happy. I've never even seen an iguana in this part of Florida. I I haven't either, actually. I know. Much less a falling one. I know in South Florida, they're a big problem, but I've never seen one around here in the Tampa area. I've, I didn't even hear about anyone seeing any falling iguanas either. I, I just know that Miami posted a story and it went viral. There's, I know um, I've seen some videos of them, like people posted videos of iguanas passed out looking unconscious. And then one guy posted a video of watching it like slowly wake up, like the sun would rise. <laughs> That's the, funny. If you have no idea what we're talking about. Last week, we had a pretty chilling couple of nights. It got down below 30. A cold snap. I know. There was a couple of even reports of some snow flurries here and there. Un- unconfirmed reports of snow flurries in Florida. Not, and not in our neck of the woods. I, I didn't see any. And there was, because like South Florida has like iguanas and pythons and everything that uh, they, they don't like it when it gets that cold. I guess they were saying that watch out for frozen iguanas passing out and falling out of the tree. And there was this. Well, they weren't frozen. They were just because they're cold blooded animals. They can't function. function. Not frozen. Like watch for a block of ice with an iguana in it. No, (laughs) no, no. Not like that. That's kind of morbid. So because there was a I think the National Weather Service even posted a frozen iguana watch. It was like an actual official thing. And that's <laughs> so it became an actual official thing. The, the National Weather Service I is about that, as official as it gets. I, th- I think that they were trying to be funny, though. I don't think that they were like, be careful. There's a frozen iguana watch. I'd like to think they had our best interest at heart <laughs> and they didn't want anybody, you know, saying, yeah. hey. I think they were trying you to didn't capitalize tell me there was on something these, that went viral. <laughs> Even the National Weather Service is trying to. Uh, yeah, they're trying to, give, to increase get, their listeners. Coverage. Are they, are they, are they, their viewers. Are they uh, an, an influencer now? Would you call them an influencer? Sure. Sure. Yeah, why not? Um, I will say, though, that so last week when it got cold, I did what um, what my dad used to do for me when I was a kid when or for me and my brother when we were kids and it got below 30. He I, I tried to make snow for the kids. So and how you make Florida snow is by um, getting out the hose the night before spraying down the yard or the bushes or whatever. And then um and then the next morning when the kids wake up, they go crunching in the in the 
frozen grass and it's all crunchy and frozen and there's little icicles on the grass, right? It didn't work though this time. It did not work. And I was very disappointed. Maybe it didn't get cold enough. Maybe you didn't put enough water down. Well, I definitely put enough water down, but I think that, and it was definitely cold enough because that morning when we woke up the, um, the weather said 28 degrees outside in our neck of the woods. So I think what happened was because it was a little windy that night too. I think the wind like dried the water it before did. before the ice could get to it. You know what so I mean? You didn't have your crunchy frosty floor. I know snow. it was so it was so sad. It was so sad. So I, I'd be curious to know. Please let me you know. Let me know um, in the comments of this episode on Facebook, whatever. Just let me know if any of you native Floridians or Flor- people who have been Floridians for a long, long time, if if you've ever done that, you know, wet your grass to try to get some ice on the on the ground. I'd never heard of that until you tried doing it the other day. That was the first time I ever heard anybody try to make Florida snow. The only Florida snow I've ever seen, um, other than the type that comes in like crates from from Colombia is the kind that oh you know, my <laughs> the kind that they. <laughs> Let's be real here, you know. <laughs> South, South Florida didn't. Uh, I, uh, anyway, wasn't built on. He's uh, talking about or the um, snope, right? The snope at the mall. <laughs> yeah, the snope that comes in the uh, at the mall and, and mm. Disney World on yeah. Main Street. Okay. Um, yeah, but I never heard of Florida snow other than that. That. Yeah. That, well, the snope that Florida. they do at the mall where they blow. I think. Do you remember the first time I thought, oh, they're gonna make it snow at the. It, like the and you thought mall. that they were going to actually have snow? I was expecting like a ski resort type of deal where it's not snow. They don't have snow, so they make their own. If they're going to like spray like real snow around, like, oh, it'd be pretty cool. And it was like these soap bubbles. Yeah. I was a little disappointed. Now I think it's actually kind of neat because it looks like snow, but it doesn't touch or feel. Yeah, or it's always, have anything I, I, to do I've with never snow. really thought it was awesome. I've always kind of wished that it was like, you know, a, a snowmaker. Like they have, I mean, they must have those, right? Because they... They make snow in the ski mountains. They're going to be making snow at the snow resort the right. coming uh, so this winter. I this guess maybe fall. it's significantly more expensive. I don't know. Maybe they don't soap. really want it laying around. <laughs> um, so this week we're going to talk about, now you found an article. We'll, we'll get to it in a little bit, but uh, you found an article called, was it Best Things to Do in Florida or something like that from, from Travel and Leisure? Best, the Best Places to Visit in Florida. All right. So we're going to go through their list and we're going to kind of react to it and what we think. Yep. They and we've think been about to- what they said. Almost all of the places on the list, so we, we can, have been. We can, yeah. So we can actually speak. So we like, can speak to most of them, like, the, like we actually know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So before we get to that, I want to give you a little bit of news here, Shannon. I'm sure you. This is probably one of the worst kept secrets in the world. Um, we all knew that Universal. Yes, was, Nintendo Land. Yes, that has been officially confirmed. It's one of the rumored things. We we, the park was a rumor for a while, and then it wasn't. Now it's officially confirmed that Universal is doubling their size with the new Epic Universe Park. That's cool. It's supposed to open in 2023, yep. and last week they did finally confirm the first uh, land of it. Now this isn't going to be Super Nintendo World. It's not an entire theme park. So the it's so what like we know land, now, right? it, it, yeah, it's just going to be like one land, sort of yeah. like how there's a Tomorrowland and how there's a sure. a Harry Potter a Wizarding Story World land. Yeah. So they're. They've confirmed that Nintendo World is going to be a big part of this. Um, That's awesome. Expected to open in 2023. And Comcast did say they sort of, they, they did their homework here. Now, if you and I, I don't know if Nintendo is really something that's sort of aimed at us. I know it's a huge, huge property and people will. I, I don't mean, know about every, you, but I mean, I sure played Nintendo growing up. Oh, I played the heck out of Mario and Donkey Kong yeah. and stuff like that. But I, I feel like. 
that's kind of like a nostalgic part of my life now. I know yeah. that it's still really, really big. Yeah. And they are expecting to bring a lot of people. And I'd be surprised if they didn't have the nostalgia part as at least a portion of it. Of course they will. Because parents the mom, are the ones who yeah, take their kids the to the park, right? The moms and dads have to go, right. Uh, so they're saying, think of, this is from, uh, from Comcast. Comcast owns uh, Universal Studios. Uh, they said, Nintendo, based on our research, is the biggest potential driver in attendance you can have in terms of intellectual properties. After Harry Potter. Well, they compared it to Harry Potter. They said this is they sh they hope it'll have a similar effect as Wizarding World World of Harry Potter. Yeah, it won't. Uh, and they I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I think it'll bring a lot of people. But think of I think it'll bring a lot of people. But it I mean Harry Potter, Harry Potter and Marvel are the only two, and you know Star Wars are the only two phenomenons. The, or the only three phenomenons. I was waiting. I was just looking at you. I was waiting for you to catch that. <laughs> the only three phenomenon like properties that I can think of that would that just will draw people like, that, well, you know, I, this is like a huge one for video games. Cause they, that includes Pokemon. I think Pokemon is own. Yeah. Pokemon is part is of that. Deal. Right. Again, though, not as big as those three. Avatar, huge movie. Kind eh. of everyone forgot about it, but yeah. it, it makes a pretty good land at, at animal kingdom. It does. But I mean, it wouldn't be anything for people to go to or worry about or talk about if they hadn't made an amazing ride in that land. That's the thing. I feel you know like what if, I mean? If you can make, you can make anything any movie. Great. You, you can bring you people in. You ride. can turn Anchorman 2 into yeah. a, a great property. But you if have you to have the amazing ride. Make to, a great show or ride attract. around it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so they say, think of Super Nintendo World as a life-size living video game where you can become one of the characters. Uh, this is Senior Vice President and Chief Creative Officer Theory Coop. I hope I pronounced his last name. Spelled coup like a coup, like a you know we're gonna take over the government in a coup. Okay. Uh, you're not just playing the game; you're living in the game. You're living the adventure. Uh, Nintendo's most iconic locations and experiences will be brought to life, including Mushroom Kingdom, Peach's Castle, an incredible an incredible Mario Kart ride, which will be awesome, Bowser's Castle, and more. No mention there of the Donkey Kong roller coaster that's been rumored. We hear that there's gonna be like a okay. mine train type roller coaster for Donkey Kong, but. Uh, that's all. That's awesome. That's exciting. It's cool to see things like this starting to come to life because we yeah. did we did a whole episode about the things that were kind of rumored and we picked apart the map and saw that we think there's going to be a new Harry Potter ish area. Right. The Universal Monsters. Well, uh, according to what we're guessing, what we're what guessing, we're seeing, yeah. and what other people are guessing. what other people are guessing. Um, so do they have like a timeline on this? 2023. Okay. Is when it's. Um, they're hoping to open this new park. Wow, it's three years. So yeah, I mean, it's that's... it's wild that they can open a, a whole park in three years. And yeah, that's pretty crazy. That uh, Tron roller coaster. All it takes is money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Tron roller coaster and the Gardens of the Galaxy roller coaster at Magic Kingdom and Epcot uh -huh. have both been I feel like they've been under construction for. At Ever. least two years, right? When Seems are they like supposed it. to open? Not till next year. I feel like those two yeah. roller coasters are taking almost as long as it, as it takes to build this whole park. So well, Maybe they want to do it right. And I know you didn't watch SNL this week, but I wanted to bring this up because you know how you and I have this... Um, we have different opinions about Fast Pass, right? We do, yeah. yes. Yeah. We have a very different opinion. You're, you're a pro. And no, I didn't watch SNL this week watch because... It. I I don't I go to bed before SNL comes on nowadays. <laughs> I haven't watched SNL in a long time. I like I SNL. I love SNL. Yeah. So they did a skit this week. I'm going to uh, set the stage here. It's a political sketch, which I'm not going to get into all that because that's not what our show is about. Yeah, but, that, that'd be weird. Uh, the, the set here is uh, <laughs> the show is taking a drastic turn. <laughs> no, no, no. But this is this isn't about that. This is actually this is this is uh, this is on on point. This is this okay. is on brand here. Okay. Uh, Good. So I'll set the stage here. Um, 
uh, what's his name? Um, John Lovitz is in this, and John Lovitz plays a lawyer, and he's in hell, and he's meeting the devil, which is played by Kate McKinnon. Okay. And they're talking, they're just talking about a few things here, so I'm going to play a little bit of this sketch. Okay. Ah, you're sweet. You're sweet. And I gotta ask, is there anyone you wouldn't represent? Well, as long as a client is famous enough to uh, get me on TV, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. If someone's not famous, that's a waste of time. I used to let nobody's into hell, but now it's all influencers. I get a fast pass. Fast pass straight to hell. Oh, like a, a fast pass like at the Disney World? Or? Yeah, yeah. The folks at Disney tried out fast pass in hell before it went to Orlando. <laughs> Frankly, a lot of stuff in Orlando started out right here in hell. But listen, I'm hogging. So there you go. I feel a little vindicated there. You you feel vindicated because of the uh, well apparently FastPass was uh, invented, in invented in hell, and that's where they uh, you know wired it, worked out all the kinks before they you know instituted it up there uh, at the Magic Kingdom. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, this is a great example. We went to Epcot on Saturday. We went to the uh, art and uh, the art festival, Epcot Art Festival, and I've never seen. It was a crowded day. It was a pretty pretty busy day at the park uh you know those events usually are and it was very busy i've never ever ever seen a line longer than five ten minutes for journey to the imagination now it was 40 minutes this week 40 minutes for journey to the imagination that's fortunately we we had a fast we, pass, we did so. have a fast pass <laughs> but the reason it was 40 minutes for everybody else is because once frozen fills up and yeah and all, the, and all the good rides, well, the people who are left over said, well, oh, well, that's all taken. So what do I want to sign up for? I'll sign up for uh, living with the land. All right, fine. Well, I got, I got a fast pass for living with the land. <laughs> then living with the land is gone, like he just said. So then everyone says, well, uh, we'll do a fast pass for uh, the three caballeros and um, <laughs> journey to the imagination. Yeah. And that ends up with a 40-minute wait, where it used to just be you showed up with your... You got one. I like fast passes. I'm not opposed to that, but this you system, like it when you have a fast pass. You I like, like having when, one. You don't like it when everyone else has a fast pass and you don't. I have want one. to be special right. and I want to have the pass. <laughs> yeah. I just think the current system just chokes the lines for everybody else. It creates these situations where everything the standby line is way longer than it ever used to be. Ever since this new, it's yeah. not even new anymore. It's been doing it for, for a few years, but. I get, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. That's where I stand. It's. I know if you're coming from out of state and this is your big vacation, and you're staying at a Disney hotel, you get to you get to reserve a lot further in advance than everybody else who's not staying at the park. Yeah, on exactly. the property. So I mean, if you're staying on the property and you, I mean, I know you definitely want to get all the premier rides, and and they're gonna give a benefit but to even the people then, who are staying there. Like I have um, coworkers that sometimes they'll book a hotel just so that they can get fast passes to some rides, like flight of passage you know uh-huh. things like that and one of my coworkers, they actually booked a hotel at in uh, you know at eight o'clock in the morning or whatever the fast pass is open they went to go book their flight of passage fast pass and they were already gone the, the at 60 days that's insane so that's like i mean they go fast man and and I thought he, you were. He gonna... ended up canceling his hotel because it's like what's the point right. the whole point of me getting a hotel was so that i could get this benefit i really thought you were gonna say she booked the hotel booked the fast pass and then canceled the hotel no you can't do that they they, people did do that they They used to right you can't do that anymore they closed that loophole yeah yeah people were doing that so anywho yeah it was crazy when we went on sunday i i took a picture actually of just like the humongous crowds and 
I mean, it was, I mean, it was the festival of the arts, which is a great event, but I, I wouldn't have thought it was that kind of an event, you know, it was a big, it was a big crowd. It rivaled, uh, food and wine. And I just, because we're talking about this right now and, and I, I wanted to mention it. I have actually two, um, friends at work who rode rise of the resistance for the first time this weekend as well. And, when they texted me, their response was just like mind blown. Yeah, just, Best ride ever. You know, it's fun watching people come off that for the first time and just watching their face. It's just the new level yeah. of, of ride. And I'll just never forget what you said when you got off, what, which was, you know, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Yep. And it's so true. It's so true. It's, I can't wait to see what Universal is going to do with the if new If you park. haven't read Rise of the Resistance yet, or you're like, eh, it's just one more silly Star Wars thing. It's seriously the best thing I've ever experienced at a theme park. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. It is next level. All so right. before we get on to the new topic of the week. Um, yeah. The, uh, we want to bring up a new segment here called the Amazon Listener Purchase of the Week. So one way to support Amazon the show. Listener Segment of the Week. Listener Segment of the Week. <laughs> uh, you can go we need our, some like, um, theme music or something <laughs> for that. That's like. We should build something like that. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, we tried to like like pump the SNL thing directly into the mixing board here and it wasn't working it right. Didn't work. So we, so had, we to had to hold the phone hold up the, to the microphone. Yeah, so it, real, real high tech stuff. If you were wondering why it sounded like that, there you go. It's a little tenny. Um, so one great way to support the podcast is to go to our website, which is sun, sunshinestaypodcast.com and click on the, the uh, link on the right side for the Amazon banner there and do any shopping through there. And Amazon does throw us a couple bucks for anything you purchase on there. It at no cost to you. At no cost. It doesn't cost. It doesn't increase your price. It's just a commission. They just give us like a commission for sending you there. So um, we wanted to kind of start calling out things that people are buying on there as a way to say thank you. And, and thank you very much to those of you that are using that link because we greatly appreciate it. We really, really do. So this week, Shannon. Yeah. Um, it's a somebody out there is an action camera person. And oh. we do not see who you are, by the way. We don't. We only see the thing that people bought. We can't tell who it was. Yeah. Um, the Ruig Pro Sport Camera Back backpack clip um 360 mount for a gopro so oh. this is like a thing you wear somebody who's um doing some videography videography out there yeah something. something you wear and you can walk around i actually see people wearing these at the theme parks i'll see people wearing these at walking around epcot and stuff yeah they just want to kind of document their day from their own uh point yeah. of view this isn't the one you wear in your hat i've actually worn the one you wear on your head you, you look like some dorky coal miner when you do that yeah 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 this is like eclipse to your like clips to your body. So oh, okay. thank you to whoever purchased that. And uh, if anybody else is interested in something like that, we'll put the link to all the stuff in the show notes. Yes. And it does help the show and support the show. So we greatly appreciate that. And like Andy said, because this was my concern when, when he, this was Andy's idea to kind of call out what people were buying through the Amazon link. And I'm like, well, what if somebody buys something they don't want us to talk about on the podcast? And then you, you know, blah, blah, blah. But we can't see who you are just to reiterate that. And we, we don't plan to announce anything that's embarrassing. We're you just gonna, don't, but I will. No, we're just going with the innocuous purchases here. So, um, the first time someone buys a 50 gallon drum of bacon grease, I'm calling that out right here. <laughs> That'd be weird. Um, but yeah, so, um, so, like he, like he said, you, we don't know who you are, but we do appreciate the purchases. So thank you so much. All right, Shan, you have a list to go through, huh? Yeah, and you have my phone, so I need that because my list is on my phone. There well, you go. All right. Um, so this is from Travel and Leisure, and they listed the top uh, their list of the top ten things. Is it top ten? 
No, it is not the top 10. I don't know how many it is because I didn't check that. All right. So it's, (laughs) (laughs) but we have been to all of these. Yes. No, no, no. We've been to most of them. Most of them. So, um, the best places in Florida, um, to visit and they don't appear to be in any order. So I'm just going to go down the list and we'll go from there. So the first thing that they talk about is the Palm Beaches in Palm Beach County. There's West Palm Beach, Palm Beach, Wellington, Delray Beach, Jupiter, and Boca Raton, also known as Boca to the to the locals. Is this what they um are they calling these like the best beaches in Florida or No, just, no, no, no. Okay. No, this is just a place that they're saying is worth the visit when you come sure. to Florida if you're looking okay. if you're looking for a place to visit. So, they're basically talking about within this that there's a ton of stuff to do there. You can go shopping, you can go surfing, scuba diving. They got um, great diving there. That is one of the parts of Florida where you can go diving like right from the beach in some spots. Yeah, we actually have friends that um that have a place down there and they and you know he does that. He like just walks into the water and just goes and just goes scuba, scuba diving because he, he loves to scuba dive as much as you. That's do. amazing. So, um, so yeah, it's it's very very. Um, the Gulf Coast. You need to travel fifteen twenty miles offshore till yeah. till you can really get into clear water right, right. And, and anything it's worth very, seeing. Yeah, it isn't. There isn't. A, it's not a lot of clarity out there in the Gulf until you get out a little bit. You got to get deep. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but. You know, there's, it's pretty close to the Everglades. So you could swing over there and do, you know, an airboat tour, which we've talked about in the past. Um, Tons of beaches, obviously. Um, And, you know, just the the beaches and everything, you know, look like the kind of place that you wouldn't mind taking a nice weekend and, and hanging out, laying on a on a nice lounger and drinking a pina colada. A pina colada. Yes, that sounds right up my alley. So anyway, uh, the next one on the list is one we're very familiar with. I had to. I'm going to do it anyway. I had to like restrain myself from making a reference to that stupid song. Yeah, I do like pina coladas. It, is it a stupid song? I don't. I don't know. It keeps playing in that Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack that you like. So I, I've heard well, it so I like, many times. I know. I like this that. I like it because there's a lot of great songs in that soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Um, and that's a great, I mean, that's a classic. Can it, can a song really become a classic classic if it's not pretty good? Well, it's a song with a twist ending too. So you gotta, there's not too many songs that yeah, have twist endings. That's true. That's true. And it starts out, how does it start the other day? You were telling me, it's like, we it's were, like, we were, I got I, bored of my lady. I got bored of my I'm lady. Like, wow, this song, this guy, <laughs> it starts out rough. <laughs> he's not much of a hero right at the beginning. Yeah, no, he's not. So he hits the like personal ads and there's <laughs> yeah. a twist at the end. Right. All right. So, um, next on the list is the oldest city in America. St. Augustine. It is St. Augustine. We have some listener mail this week regarding St. Augustine and we're going to get to the end of the show. So thank you to, um, one of our listeners who wrote we have a couple of uh, listener mails we do and um which is really exciting because just last week we were talking about how we don't usually get a ton and we got we, quite we a have, bit we have three messages yeah still. we, we have got three we got a few to get so this week. thank you and keep it up guys that's uh, that's very exciting um okay so uh as you as we've talked about in the past saint augustine is a terrific place to go for a weekend getaway yeah, we've done it. We've gone a couple times, a couple years apart, and I love it because it's just 
so much different than any other it is. It's part of very, Florida. It looks very different. It feels very different. Um, there's the Castillo de San Marcos there that we love. Um, really great stories that you could read about in there too. A lot of and history. Like, yeah. Very cool place to walk around. Yeah. Good food. In fact, the whole town is very walkable. You know, it's very walkable because it sure isn't drivable. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> Probably one of the least drivable t- places I've ever been. Not a ton of parking. No. Um, but they've got the Fountain of Youth. They've got the Pirate Museum that we're huge fans of. We love that Pirate Museum. Pirate Museum, definitely an underrated thing. I love the Pirate Museum. Yeah. We yeah. went and I didn't expect much. I was expecting a tourist trap kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a very cool place. We um we did a ghost tour there once. Didn't we? We did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had to uh, I think back. That was a while back. I know we've back. done a ghost tour in a couple of different spots, but um, I'm always kind of a big fan of those, especially in like the older cities. We've done um, we've done one in St. Augustine, and we did, we did one, one in New in Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't we do one? Did we do one? Am I am I making this memory up? Did we do one when we went to London? I know we didn't have a lot of time there. I don't but, think we did. Um, we took a bus tour. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like the on and off bus tour. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but the uh, we've been to an alligator farm in St. Augustine. We which have was, been to that one. It was um, it was kind of a a surprise. Smaller how, than Gatorland, but yeah, it was like a but it was like Gatorland. a it was a nice place. It had a lot of great um fun things in it. And that's really near the lighthouse, if I remember. Yep. Um, every, I love that lighthouse too. The lighthouse is um, very traumatic, um, but if you Shannon is not like, a fan of lighthouse, she likes like, looking at the lighthouse. Yeah, if you like that kind of thing, sure. Whatever. Going <laughs> up into them is not your bag, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, I like looking at it from the outside for sure, not from the inside. <laughs> um, but there's also the annual Knights of Lights, which we've never been to, but it's something that um, we talked about just recently during the, you know, during kind of the holiday season. I mean, that's a Christmas thing where um, they cover the whole town. But it's supposedly, you know, quite the experience and destination for those who have gone. So I think we need to we need to schedule that one year. That'd be a great uh, thing to re- uh, plan a whole trip around. Yeah, absolutely. To St. Augustine. Um, so anyway, there's just a lot of history there. Definitely there's a agree lot with to that. Do, um, and I a hundred percent, I mean, we've been there multiple times and I, I'd be ready to go again. You and it's, know? A, it's an easy drive from like Orlando. If you're yeah, staying in Orlando the state, or, or sure. the, the East coast, the center East coast, the middle of the East coast, the Cocoa beach, yep. Cape Canaveral, uh, area, hundred percent Daytona beach. It's not, a, it's not a, it's not a hard drive at all. So next on the list is the Florida keys. We've been to the Florida Keys. We have been to the Florida Keys. Haven't so, been in a while. No, it has been a while. It's not and, an easy. It's not an easy. Uh, well, drive. and we've only been to the Keys via cruise. Via ship. cruise ships, getting off. We've never driven to the Keys. And it's weird to me to get on a cruise in Miami. Uh, and typically, you'll you'll start in the morning in Miami. You'll you'll sail through the night. Yep. You'll get to Key West in the morning, and you feel like you've been on a cruise ship all night. And then you wake up in the morning. And you're at this new island and you haven't even left the state yet. Well, and that's the thing, too, is Less, like... Let alone another country. I think they got there probably in about 30 minutes. I think <laughs> they, they just... Yeah, right. They just like kind of hang out. And they just hang out and wait. For a while yep. and wait. Yeah. So... Um, but I, I, yeah. I'm not saying that a bad thing. I love that. I think it's neat that Key yeah, West just... Yeah, you're still in your state. And feels it feels so, so different. tropical yeah. and... Yeah, like a destination. Um, so 
obviously, you know, there's Key Largo, there's Key West. Those are the two famous destinations within the Keys. Isla Morada. Isla Morada, also another very famous for very fishing. famous. Um, so it, it, this, you know, travel and leisure article talks about all of the boating and diving and fishing and snorkeling and the coral reefs and um, tarpon, all of that kind of stuff. That I want to go do. to that place where you can feed the tarpon. You've seen that? Yeah. 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 You, and you, you, it's called Robbie's. Robbie's. Yes. Yeah. Um, hand feeding 10 foot tarpon. Thank you. Because I knew the name but it was escaping me. And you could, we've, we've actually mentioned this on our uh, episode, the Fantastic Beasts episode. Yeah. And how those yep. tarpon got there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was, that was, that's a pretty cool story, yeah. actually. Um, so, you know, they've got amazing seafood, which we know. They've got amazing key lime pie, Tom which critters. we talked about last week a little bit. Um, so, I mean, you inc- incorporate all of that stuff with good food, too. I mean, how can you go wrong, right? I love it. Love it. <laughs> I love get, it. Get a deep, get a uh, frozen key lime pie on a stick. Yep. Not fried, and, like and, I said uh, last week. Stumble your way down Duval at night. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's uh, it's hot down there, man. It's hot. Well, it's probably not hot right now. Not now, but. I wonder what the temperature is like down there right now. It's, it always seems it's about 15 degrees warmer than here. Oh, really? It feels like it. Whenever I ask a Ask Alexa, how warm is it in Key West? <laughs> oh, great. Now everyone who's listening to this in their house just got Alexa to say something. I randomly like to ask Alexa where the coldest place is in the country and in the world and or in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, you do. And it's, it's frequently You Alaska. always go to Barrow, Alaska, which is no longer called that. It's got some long, like, native name now. But yeah, you ask it, where, what's the weather like right now in Barrow, Alaska, just so I can feel warm. Yeah. Even when it's... <laughs> It's Florida. It should be warm here all the time. But right, right, right. When it's 50 degrees but out. it's not. And I want to hear that it's minus 50 somewhere else. I'll ask Alexa, what's the temperature right now in Barrow, Alaska? And she always said it's like <laughs> minus 30. And I go, how can people live there? Yeah, that's tough. All right. So next on the list is a, an area that you might be familiar with, Orlando. I've been there a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. I think most people have that have been to Florida have probably been to Orlando. But um, but you can't have a list of the best places to visit in Florida and not mention Orlando because you've got Walt Disney World, you've got Universal Studios, you've got, you know, all of the amazing attractions it's, that it's happen the in main that area. draw for people who are from out of the country, out of the Plus, state, for sure. right around the corner is NASA, Kennedy Space Center. Is that included with, with Orlando? It is. Yeah. It, well, it's Orlando and Central Florida is yep. how they have it classified here. So, um <clears throat> I mean, you you've got your you've got your completely non-educational, um, you know, Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and then right around the corner you can go see you know where they literally launch, they have rocket scientists launching rockets into the into space and they're doing they they send stuff up more frequently now than ever before it used to just be yeah. the shuttle we just saw a shuttle launch what a few weeks ago too right uh, not a shuttle but like a falcon heavy one of the SpaceX launches okay i know it's not the shuttle come on whatever it's a rocket that goes <laughs> into space so <laughs> they shoot space rocket <laughs> No, it's. I was disappointed when they stopped the shuttle program, but it's funny because there's been more stuff going up than ever before because of all the other, you know, SpaceX and the yeah, all the other uh, satellites they could send up, and you can see them from everywhere. Yeah, so um, they also talk a little bit about some of the springs in the area in Central Florida, which I think is a, a pretty cool. Is Blue um, Springs on the list? Blue Grotto, Blue Grotto, and Rainbow Springs State mm-hmm. Park are are the two that they mention. Um, 
there are amazing springs throughout Florida. Uh, but, but those are a couple of really great ones. Um, and they're very popular with divers just as much people dive in the springs just as much as they do in the, in the, you know, Oh yeah. You go to Jenny Springs and it's a super popular place for diving. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not even cave diving just to hang out in the, cause cave diving to me is just lunacy, but just yeah. to hang out in yeah, the, in the clear is. water and practice and get used to being underwater. And it's a great place for, uh, classes too. You'll see beginners diving there a lot. Yep. So, um, speaking of springs, the next place on the list is, um, Crystal River. Hey, oh, so, um, manatees. Yeah. We just actually posted, um, a picture of three sisters springs, uh, on our Facebook page the other day because they had more manatees that they could count in the spring That's the insane. other day. That's great. That's a good yeah, problem to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't they have a manatee cam there now? Or, they do. Yeah, where they you, do. you can sit there and see the manatees. You can just watch the manatees yeah, swim a, on it's by. It's a live manatee cam all the time. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so Crystal River has um, a couple of different springs within it. I didn't. I hadn't actually heard of two of these. Um, there's Hunter Springs. Okay. There's Jurassic Springs. Jurassic Springs. And then Three Sisters Springs, which, we're, which we are very familiar with. Jurassic Springs sounds like the name of the movie when they, they're down to like their 15th sequel. And now yeah, right? They, uh, <laughs> they ran out of ideas. Jurassic Springs. Jurassic Eternal. Springs. Um, so they've got, you know, just a ton of wildlife that you can see down there. You can go swimming with the manatees. You can go um, just snorkel the spring even or go tubing or 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 just i mean it's just so beautiful i mean there's a reason they call it crystal river and it truly is a crystal river it you is, know yeah a yeah. lot of these waters in those rivers are just beyond clear yeah it's awesome um so next on the list is miami and fort lauderdale okay so they've combined these two even though they're they're kind of they're, I mean, they're 30 miles apart. Yeah. A lot of people, I think me too, myself included, I'm guilty of this. Just assume they, it's all one They kind of sum. forget that those are two separate cities. Yeah. And they're, just, well, I mean, Tampa, St. Pete, kind of the same thing too. They're, yeah. They're, they're, a, they're 30 miles they're apart. 30 about, miles apart. Approximately. They're, they're separated by a bay, but they kind of get. Depending on which end you're on yeah. at any one time. <laughs> um, I don't know if they're really 30 miles apart, depending on how long the, the, the bridge is there. But yeah, they're, uh, they're two separate cities that kind of get lumped into one. Yeah. I In think, fact, I think I believe that this list does that. It doesn't do that. <laughs> Miami, Fort Lauderdale, it's just sort of this giant uh, metropolitan area between those two cities. Yeah, yeah. it does. It is. Um, so anyway, they talk about, um, in this particular article, they talk about um, the Art Deco District of South Beach. Oh, beautiful, yeah. Which is really cool. Um, we were actually just down there the last time we went on a cruise, which was... Last like summer? A year and a half ago-ish. Mm -hmm. Last summer, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll be down there again, I think, later this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it is really cool down there. It's a whole different kind of architecture than what you're used to in Florida. For and sure. it's great people watching in that area. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. It's, it's a nice little freak parade. <laughs> and I mean that with love. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so they've got, you know, just it, it's it's a very interesting dynamic down there because I mean, there there is such an eclectic group of people, like diverse group of of um, nationalities down there, and like just you know, you can go from one area where it's Art Deco and really cool, and then the next area where it's like just a 
a C or B scene, like, you know, like hot pink and everyone like riding around in their neon. rented their rented Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, they got for yeah, the weekend. yeah, absolutely. And then you go to the beach and there's just there's families there. You know, I mean, it's, so it's not like there's just a, a very diverse area. I think that has a lot of different kinds of people there. So it's kind of cool. Definitely. I agree with you about the people watching. Yeah. It's a great place for people watching. Um, so they also have something, um, that I didn't even know that they had down there. And that is apparently something they use a lot as a trolley system and it's water taxis. Oh, around in Fort Lauderdale in Fort Lauderdale and, and a bit further North in Miami. Um, and and in Fort Lauderdale as well. That's a fun way to get around and yeah. see stuff. Uh, take a, a relatively inexpensive boat ride. And they say work your way down the ale trail. Ale trail for craft beet brews and bites, or board a water taxi for a rivery take on navigating the city. I like the sound of the ale trail. I know you do. I know you do. Um, and then of course there's you know Las Olas Boulevard for like shopping and sure. dining, all that good stuff. So, um, okay. So next on the list is another area you might have heard of tampa st pete tampa well, bay it's called the tampa bay area okay. tampa st petersburg and clearwater clearwater when you said the tampa and then stopped i wanted to pretend i was at a bucks game and go <laughs> bay <laughs> tampa bay yeah that's... yeah it's um if you've ever been to a bucks game or seen a bucks game like they have one side of the of the stadium stadium screams that the other side. yeah and the other side they incorporated that into madden the xbox game which i thought oh, was really they? neat yeah that's you, cool. you can hear it go left right in your headphones when you're sitting there playing it that's it's really cool. cool i was like that's a nice little touch so um so tampa st pete and clearwater are three very different areas um, that you can do lots of different things. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't really even have to read about it. Well, Tampa Bay is not a city, area. despite the name of all our teams having that, yeah. that name. I'll never forget. It's we were, the region. We were in Chicago. <laughs> we were in Chicago, and we went to Second City for um, comedy, obviously. Oh, they asked me and, where I was from, And they right? asked you where you were from, and you said Tampa. And he said, oh, Tampa Bay. He's he, Or he said, oh, you mean Tampa Bay or yeah. something like that. And your response was, well... Tampa Bay is the water part. Yeah. <laughs> I live in the city part. And he goes, oh, no, you don't. Oh, really? He like, it seemed like he learned something right there. And he's like, oh, and you don't live underwater. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It was funny. But but the Tampa Bay area is what we're known as, just like San Francisco Bay area is how they're known, sure. you know. Um, so, yeah, we have in Tampa and St. Pete are very different from each other, as is Clearwater. I mean, there's three very different areas. I feel like. St. Pete is very like, you know, hip and happening. Saint, downtown St. Pete's <laughs> cool. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned yeah. that here on the show. It's a lot more um, hip, hot and happening. Hip, yeah. Hip, did I say hop? Hip, <laughs> hip, hot and happening. Yeah. And there's it's a lot of like cool restaurants, s- great scenes down there. Great s- art. Small bars, small restaurants. Yeah. Really cool street art. Tampa's a little bit more of the, I guess, the corporate side of that. I, don't I know mean, if that's the our right downtown word, but... area is oh. definitely more corporate, you know. A little um, more sterile. And the surrounding area is very much a commuter city, yeah. you know. Um, we don't have, like, a lot of walking areas or anything like that. More We've... people live in the Tampa side than the St. Pete side, but... Yeah, but it's, like, a sprawling... Like, you've even said that, like, you, it reminds you a little bit of, like, L.A. because a, it's so a, sprawling. A mini L.A. based a on how sprawling version. the area yeah. is and how it's not really built up. It's just kind of built out. Out. And, and there's, not, there's no and transportation. there's not enough public transportation. <laughs> right. No so trip. we have traffic And then Clearwater is just really more it's of like a beach beach town yeah. yeah it's a beach town beach scene um st pete obviously has a beach as well but they're not 
so much about the beach as much. I think like when I think of the St. Pete, like I think more of like downtown. Saint I think Pete. of the downtown. Like, I think of the pier, which yeah, is the old pier, the port area uh-huh. there, you know, um, the museum, the all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but obviously there is a St. Pete area, a St. Pete beach Saint area. Pete beach. Um, there's the Don Cesar, which is a very, very which is famous, right on St. Pete beach. Very pa- famous Grill is one of my favorite beaches. That's it is our, like, right up the street from the Don Cesar. Gem, yeah. yeah. And of course, uh, Fort DeSoto is right there, which yes. is one of the greatest places in Florida, as far so, as I'm concerned. Obviously, we're fans. Yes, you know, <laughs> we're locally biased. Um, and Bush Gardens is here, which you know we haven't yeah, been to in a while. Exactly. Um, okay, so next on the list is the Panhandle. Okay. Um, again, you, go, you spend a lot more time in the Panhandle than I. Well. I mean, I spend a lot of time in one part of the Panhandle. I would like to explore more of the Panhandle. Unfortunately, the Panhandle is just all kind of a large place. Um, you can, you know, get up there in about four hours, but then you can spend another five hours driving west, you know? It's a long... Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> man, it's, I, I used to know... A, it's not a short trip. I know a friend of ours wanted to plan... Our neighbor right here wanted to do uh, Dustin for for, uh, for 4th of July weekend. It's now like we, a seven-hour drive, we right? We almost... I think it's nine, nine. from here. Now, yeah. we always do 4th of July in Siesta Key near Sarasota. It's kind right. of our little family... Thing to do. Family and friends tradition yeah. for the last five years or so. And they said, hey, why don't we do Dustin this year? And I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of cool and that that's and it's supposed to be amazingly beautiful beautiful clear blue water yeah and then we're like well it's a nine hour drive one way from here just for a weekend trip maybe not that's not gonna work (laughs) well because you spend more 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 of the weekend driving than you do hanging out at the beach exactly um so yeah it's a large it's a big state there's the distance from i i can look this up during your next uh talk but the (laughs) okay the distance from like pensacola to key west is it's up there as far as one of the We've top done this before. furthest We've distances this in one before. state. I want to yeah. say it was like in the 800 mile area. It range. was like 800. It was close to 900 miles and yeah. still be in the same state. That's a long I way. I think I may be wrong, but I well, think only when, Alaska is further between two points in the same state. That was kind of one of the big things that I noticed The like when, when we went to um, what, the one and only time I've ever been to Europe, um, we did a lot of different countries and you literally drive, you know, for half a day, four or five hours, and you're in a different country, right? Yeah. And you can drive for, you know, a whole day and not hit another state in Florida, depending on where you're starting and ending. You right. know what I mean? Right. So um, that's kind of like all I've ever known as far as like living wise, you know? So It does make Florida kind a of huge... a, a bummer place to live for road trips because like... If you live in the middle of the country, you can kind of go in any direction. You can end up a new yeah. spot. From Florida, you can only really go north. And um, Well, that's not true. You can go south, but eventually you'll hit water. You'll hit water. <laughs> uh, and you'll hit Cuba. And then, well, well, before you hit Cuba, you, your, you hit water. your car will sink. <laughs> yeah, it's 831 miles from Pensacola that to Key right. West. Yeah. That's a long distance. That so, is a long distance. Yeah. A very long distance. Which is why I think it seems like whenever we take like, we want to just go on like a road trip vacation yeah the last few times we've been going to like the smoky mountains because it's like one of the better places to go within a day's drive yeah well because if you go west you got to go through the panhandle which that's going to take a whole day in and of itself shannon doesn't want to drive through the panhandle no i I do i do i do but i just want to i don't know it's just it's a hike so maybe i'll fly new orleans is probably within reach for a day's drive yeah 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Florida's a big state. And sometimes I wonder if we made it. Was it a, was it like a dumb idea to try to do a podcast about the whole state? It's a it's a big state. Yeah. Um, and it and we definitely are very central. The Florida theme. And we had totally admit that. Yeah. Absolutely. Not only because we live in the central part of the state, but also because like this is where most people go. That's what, it's a big it's a big part Miami of Miami yeah. is a huge uh, a tourist destination too but like yeah. the Orlando area is kind of like yeah what draws so, those people So um back to the article you know the the panhandle is apparently and again I I I find it we really need to plan a trip because I find it that I feel very lacking as a Floridian that I don't have personal experience with this. Well, you went but, to the caves up there a while back and you went to the yeah. waterfall, Falling Water Park, Falling Water State Park and Florida Caverns, um, Florida Caverns yeah. State Park. Two amazing destinations within the Panhandle. Well, the Panhandle is kind of the part of Florida that doesn't feel like the rest of Florida because it's, it's right. It's right. Yeah. That's right. Because, I mean, you don't see a whole lot of waterfalls. No. Um, in Florida. Except because, maybe at a mini golf course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you don't see a lot of caves unless they're underwater in Florida. Um, and there's a lot of those. You'll never catch me in one of them. But <laughs> So... Um, but as far as like beaches in the panhandle, I'm, I'm sorely lacking in information. And from what I understand and from what I've read and from what I've heard, the beaches in the panhandle are glorious, oh, beautiful, absolutely glorious. Um, so Destin, Pensacola, that whole area. Yeah. I feel like class. it's definitely something that I'm, I'm missing out on here. You know, um, you know, they, they were hit pretty hard by hurricane michael in 2018 in the panama city area yeah but from what i've heard like they're they're doing a pretty good job of recovering so well it's when still you're a great destination when your whole it's such a very tourist based industry when something like that happens you, you gotta you gotta you, build you speed up you to gotta get, rebuild you, you gotta yeah. get back on your feet Absolutely. In yeah yeah um so anyway i i feel like that's something that we need to work into our our plan here pretty soon is a trip to the panhandle. We should drive to it. new Orleans, plan, okay. a, plan a new Orleans vacation and then spend like some time along the panhandle on the way. I, I think know, that'd be great. I know you were just talking about how you want to do all these road trips a lot more. And I'm like, I do. Yeah, absolutely. I do. I do. Um, so the last place on their list is Amelia Island. Oh yeah. Amelia. Island. Now I've, you've been here. Um, have you not been to Amelia have Island? I? been to amelia i don't think i have been maybe to i'm amelia. thinking of you're something. thinking of saint simon's island which is just north of it which in georgia just north yes of it, i've been there georgia. um yeah so um amelia island we actually were just talking about it because they week. love their shrimp in amelia island. they have the they huge do. shrimp festival they've got the isle of eight flags shrimp festival in amelia island and um and we were just talking about that last week and how it sounds amazing and how i feel like we need to go to that because hey we like shrimp our neighbors go yeah and said uh, that. they said it's great and it's one of the like the biggest shrimp festivals in the world so it's just south of the state line north of jacksonville area yeah. um it doesn't take that long to get to jacksonville i don't know how long it takes to get to amelia island from from the tampa bay area but um but that's one thing that i'm always like kind of shocked about is how quickly you can get to the northwest corner or the northeast corner of the state from the central west corner of the yeah, state you I've, know I've what driven I mean? to jacksonville a few times it's funny because they you have to go not you don't take 75 up you usually take like yeah. these side like roads, side roads yeah. up which are like notorious speed trap towns. yeah yeah you have to be uh, careful <laughs> if you if you're ever driving through some of those like small florida towns and then yeah and then maybe not just be in careful. north florida but 
Watch those speed limits. Those notorious. are not suggestions. <laughs> There's even like si- people have put up billboards that say like speed trap ahead. You know, yeah. be careful. Be careful. I think yeah. the town of Waldo, Florida, is one of the more infamous yeah. ones. And there was one town. Uh, it might have been Waldo that actually like put the state line or city line out onto this one particular intersection. Like if you look at it, they like gerrymandered the state line just to incorporate this one piece of the road. Oh wow! So they could put a cop out there and just collect speeding tickets mm. all day long. So. Yeah. Well, so, um, you know, obviously there's lots of beaches in the area. You can't have an island and not have a beach. Yes. (laughs) Um, But uh, they also talk about in this article how nature lovers would want to check out Temecuan Ecological and Historic um, Preserve and how um, Fort Clinch State Park is actually another really great destination. Um, It's got, like, amazing nature trails and campgrounds and a lot of great wildlife. So... Um, so there's all of that plus, you know, charming beachfront areas and inns and lodges. They've got a lighthouse there. They've got a lighthouse. You always got to bring up the lighthouse. I love lighthouses. I know. Except you don't. I don't. Fernandina Beach there, I guess, is supposed to be a pretty good spot for shark teeth collecting too. Oh, really? Yeah. Venice Beach on the Gulf Coast is like considered the number one spot in the world. Shark tooth capital of the world. the world, yeah. And Fernandina Beach is right up there too. Well, you know what else they have there in Amelia Island and Fernandina Beach? Shrimp. Shrimping. Yeah. So um, a lot of people love their shrimp up there. Remember we were at Daytona Beach a little while back and we saw these lights out in the water and we didn't know what they were at night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we thought, and then in the morning they were gone. We're like, wait a minute, what was it? Then at night they were out there again yeah. and then yeah. it turned out they were shrimp boats. So yeah. probably coming in from that area because it's not far. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my, that's not my list. It's, um, it's Travel and Leisure's list of places you need to visit. And frankly, I have to say... I kind of agree with them. I think those are all really top places to visit. There's a reason that we visited almost all of them because they are great places in Florida visit, to visit. And if there's a, a famous spot that you guys like, let us know. If there's a, a yeah, spot. Now, that wasn't we, our list. That no, was a travel and leisure list that we just but wanted to react to. But if you think to. travel and leisure missed a few things, let us know because we, um, we'd love to hear from you. And if they're not on that list and it's a place you like, maybe you don't want on that list because you, know, <laughs> yeah, you don't want you people lo- to know about you it. You dig that place. So <laughs> thanks a lot. That was good. That was a good chance. So let's get into listener mail here before we close the show. Okay. Uh, we got a, a message here from Libby, Libby Schaefer. This is an interesting one because uh, she went back and listened to one of our very first episodes. She says... I just listened to your podcast about St. Augustine. I'm trying to plan a trip there and was wondering if you would recommend staying in downtown St. Augustine and driving to the beach or staying on the beach and driving into St. Augustine for activities. First of all, thanks, Libby, for listening and thanks for diving deep back into the well because I think (laughs) the St. Augustine episode was one of our first five or so episodes when we didn't know what we were doing and we probably, (laughs) if we listened back, it's probably cringeworthy, but... uh, Thank you for, for listening and thanks for reaching out today. So, um, yeah, we spent like a weekend out there and did a lot of stuff. And we kind of listed, I think, we what our, our favorite things were and, in, in St. And Augustine. We've talked about in, on that one that um, there are trolleys, or not trolleys, but trains, I guess, that go around all of St. Augustine. Yes. There's, I think there's two different companies that there's do the that. There's the red one and there's, the green there's one. There's a red one and a green one. I think one's called Red Train Trolleys and then Old Town Trolleys. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. So um, we did those trains and 
it's an amazing way to see the city because the, like you said, the traffic and parking is so hard in St. Augustine, um, that it's a great way to get around to a lot of different things and see a lot of different things, um, and not have to worry about where to park and how to get there it's, and all that It's stuff. a city that's so old that it like predates cars. So it was kind of made for horses and, and walking. Yeah. The main area, like the historic district, uh, the old town district is there's very little parking there unless and when you do find it you got to pay a lot of money for it like so what shannon was saying one way to do it is to park and you can leave your car all day by the trolley stations and if you're only there for a day uh buy a trolley ticket and you can jump it's it's, the whole city really easy on easy off it drives around you can pop off all the time yeah they give a tour and you can use it as transportation and but the tour is actually entertaining. I it mean, is. They, it's fun. Yeah. They go through and explain what you're seeing and have some, you know, humor thrown in. So. And you can, like I said, use it as your as your way to get around. Uh, but since you were asking where to stay downtown or on the beach, like if you don't want to even worry about that because it's what, about $30 a person. Maybe you've got a family of four. That can, yeah, that can it, add, it add can up, add to, up. To, to ride the trolley. You can stay downtown and then you can just walk out of your hotel and you're in walk and you're not yep. dealing with any of that. But if you want to go to the beach, one thing that I may recommend, I mean, it depends if you if you want to wake up in the morning and look at the water and stay on the beach. That's definitely um, something to be said for that. Yeah. If if you're asking me what I would do and maybe Shannon has a different opinion, I would stay at the beach and then Uber into town. OK, that's what I would because it's pretty walkable. St. St. Augustine is very walkable. Yeah. If you don't want to deal with the trolley. The trolley's great. Um, yeah. They're not a sponsor or anything like that. But no. <laughs> if you don't want to deal with the trolley because it gets expensive, I totally can see that. Yeah. Take a take an Uber over the bridge the and uh, then walk around town. You could do that. But if you want to just spend maybe one day at the beach, you could do the reverse. Stay, yeah. stay in town, walk around St. Augustine, and take an Uber down to the beach. Of course... Yeah, there's probably more parking at the beach. Though, probably more parking downtown. at the beach. Also, Ubering to the beach. Now you you don't have all your stuff, stuff with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I think that's a good point. Is like, what are you mo- most interested in? Are you most interested in spending time at the beach and looking out your balcony and seeing the water? Because I get that, you yeah. know. Um. But if you want to experience the town, mostly, or if it's six of one, half a dozen the other, when you want both. Um, you might have to choose, right. <laughs> you know, cause you can't, it's hard to kind of, I mean, you can stay downtown in one of like the, I mean, they don't have high rises in downtown, but they have, they have hotels that have, you know, 10 stories. Sure, it's not. So it, you could try and stay at like one of the higher ones and see the water from your hotel room. We're using the word downtown very loosely here for St. Augustine. If we're, if we're talking about the same thing that we when you, if you consider downtown to be the historic part, the historic yeah. district, then yeah, there's not any big buildings there. No, no, but but it's really just about your own preferences, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah. All right. Um, and then I have one that I wanted to mention before you get to the last one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so we got a post, and actually this ha- came out came was posted today, um, and it is from um, Matt and Katie Reynolds, they said first time listening to the podcast and I loved it, which there's nothing really to address there except thank you so Thanks, much. Matt and Katie. Um, yeah. I'm so thankful that you guys listened and that you liked it. Um, and that hopefully you'll listen again. So even if it's, you know, your 100th time listening to the podcast, l- let us know, you know, get, drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Share it with five friends and tell them to share it with five friends. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. It's a multi-level tell them marketing to share it with scheme. Five friends and then sell them some essential oils. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> 
One more message. Uh, one more uh, message here from a longtime listener, um, Jacob Howard. We we love. He's a he's yeah. Been, he's, he's been, been a listener for a while and and support of the podcast a, always. A frequent yeah. contributor and a um, a Patreon. Thanks, Jake. Jacob. Thanks. Yeah. Um, he's. This is talk about our food festival episode last week. Yeah. Last week we ran down a whole bunch of food festivals happening around the state. There's yeah, we got some good hundreds impact, of them, input. but we just talked about ten of them. I think that we thought. Yeah. It was a very fun episode. It was fun. Um, uh, Jacob says, "Hey guys, this was a great episode." I knew of the Strawberry Festival, but now we know about so many more. Also, I appreciate that you guys are honest in your reviews. Since moving to Florida, I only follow you guys and one other YouTube channel. Everyone else is hashtag hosted, and, and I, I had to laugh here. And on a certain and on a certain mouse's payroll. Thanks for keeping it real. Um, yeah, I mean we we are definitely not on the on the mouse's payroll, although. Uh, sometimes I feel like we are because we talk about it quite a bit. We but... pay the mouse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we do. We, we like do. to say when we do get, you know, a, a freebie thrown in here and there. Oh, we, we always tell We you. always ma mention that. Yeah. And I hope it doesn't ever, like, affect our reviews. I mean, we definitely want to be nice. We don't want to say, oh, the... You know, that place gave us free tickets to come out. And, man, did they, that was it terrible. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'd like to be a little more diplomatic than that. Yeah. But, um, but we'll be honest no matter what. We love to be honest and let you guys know what we really think about stuff. And I think we do. When you say someone, some of these other YouTube channels and influencers and stuff, they say hashtag hosted. I think that's fair for them to, if you're getting you know, paid to go on a Disney cruise or something like that, and you could say hosted, then it, you, people have the yeah, understanding. Yeah, they understand that, 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 you know, that you've been, there's an incentive that, for you to be positive. But, right. but I mean, I think that you spoke to Jacob about the YouTubers that we, we and I you, think we know who you're talking about and we are big fans of them and when we watch big, them all the time. Yeah. We're if, big if, fans of if we're, if Tim we're and talking Jen. about Tim and Jen tracker yeah. and, their, and their new baby Jackson, we love those guys. Absolutely. And, uh, we don't want to, um, and they, uh, they're always very honest in their reviews they are. too. That's one thing you can, can't, I mean, even when they're being hosted, they're like, I didn't love that. You yeah, know? they'll have food and they'll yeah. like, I'm a, you know, eh, this was on a cruise. They're, they're, yeah, they're getting, absolutely. So they're taking a cruise. And that's like, I don't one really reason love I this. love yeah. to watch them because you know yeah. they're going to be truthful. Um, so thanks, Jacob. Thanks for listening. And if you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida Podcast and search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. Another way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through the button that says support the show with Amazon. If you click through that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. Or click the link that says become a patron. It's a more direct way that you can support the show. And don't forget to check out sunshinestateinsider.com and sunshinestateshirts.com. We will see you guys next time.